Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite YouTube tax channel, Facilities and Consultants. As every week, here we are with our CPA, Fulton Abraham Sanchez. Hi, Fulton, welcome back. Thank you, Monica. Hi. Hi. So today we are going to talk about IRS debt. So, Fulton, are we ready to start with the first question? Yes, should Perfect. be. Perfect. So we have the first one. How do I get my IRS, sorry, my IRS debt forgiven? Okay. The forgiveness of IRS debt has some requirements. One of the requirements that I always mention in, in, in our videos is that you have to be broke. Banker, it's a virtual bankruptcy. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't, you don't have any, and you have no pen, I mean, not even a penny, no. Bankruptcy means that you are not able to pay your debts. That's the concept, the technical concept of bankruptcy is that you are not able to honor your debts, meaning that you are not able to make payments for your debts, not even for the interest, any kind of debt. So if you are if you are unable to honor your debts or more, more, most of your debts, you are in a technical bankruptcy. That is the, the pre-requirement or the requirement that, that you need to prove to the IRS that you are broke. And because you are you are broke, meaning that you are not you are not able to honor your commitments, therefore you cannot pay your tax debt. But this is a this is you have to prove that there is a long list of requirements that starts with your bank statements. That is the bank, the, the, the bank statements that you have that uh, at least six months needs to be, needs to show that you have a minimum balance that after all your payments, after all your, the money that you, the, the money that you have, you, you earn, after all your, your expenses, there is a minimum balance that it will not be able to cover, not even a, a monthly payment plan for the, for your IRS debt. That will be one requirement. Second, that you file a long report showing all your income, your expenses, uh, your uh, assets, your liabilities, all of them needs to show, need to prove the IRS that you are broke, meaning that you are, you are barely covering your expenses in terms of housing, uh, food, uh, perhaps education for your kids, and after that, you have no money left. But this, has, this is a loan report. This is an evaluation from the IRS. And once all this is forgiven, oh, I'm sorry, once all this is proved and accepted, the IRS will consider your offer. And if, 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 if the offer is within the, the parameters that the IRS require, then it will be, you have to pay at least 10% of the debt. That's one way. When you are, when you are, you are not like, like in the streets, but you are broke. Like you have, you have nothing. Like you have, you have income, but that income is not enough to cover, not even your, or barely to cover your expenses. Your expenses, uh, the expenses that every family will have. That's one way to to request. But you have to request to the IRS with a, something that is called offering compromise. We will talk that a little later. That, that's one way to, to, to have your debt forgiven. The other way is when you are really an, in the street, when you are broke and rebroke, meaning that you have no money, you are broke, you have no income. <laughs> and that's easily proved with your bank statement, you have no income. Therefore, 
If that is your case, the IRS, uh, after an application, obviously the IRS can qualify you for economic uh, calamity. This economic calamity will allow you, will allow you to, uh, to let's say to apply, <coughs> excuse me, to apply to something that is called a 10-year forbearance. A 10-year forbearance of your debt, the IRS, after all this evaluation that you are not able to provide for, you are completely, you have no income, and and the IR, and, and after receiving multiple bills, the IRS assigns you an officer and the officer and you proves, um, and, I, and I know of clients that they have they actually have met in person with a revenue officer and they are they are they have proof with uh, to the extent of the doubt that they have no income and they are broke. I mean, in the practical in the streets, they have no income. Therefore, your debt will be put in something that is called a forbearance and a ten-year forbearance. During those ten years, you are not you you receive no income, meaning no one gives you a W two a ten ninety nine. You receive no income that is reported to the IRS. Your debt is forgiven after ten years, but you after ten years you have to apply for the 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 definite the definitely uh, forgiveness. So it's an application for forgiveness at the beginning and application for forgiveness at the end of the 10 years. But that is, remember, if you have, if you earn W2 1099 income, you will not qualify for that. You, you, have, you have to be broke, I mean, really like in practical in the street. If you have W2 income at, and, and 1099 and that income is not enough to cover your expenses, uh, worse for to pay uh, IRS debt, then you can qualify for the first option that we said is, the uh, installment, no, summer, the offering compromise, but that is only if you are able to prove to the extent of the doubt that you, in reality, you cannot afford to pay your debts because you, even though you have income, is not enough to cover your expenses. That's clear. Thank you. Um, besides of the situations uh, you have mentioned, is there other way that the IRS can forgive debt after 10 years? No. Um, the only thing is that within 10 years, if you receive, if the IRS is notified and receive a 1099 on a W-2, it will ruin the whole process. And, the, and at that moment, the IRS will send you a letter saying that they need the payment for the debt or, or, or you do an installment agreement. Or okay. you do, you can also apply for um, uh, an offering compromise. It depends on your income. It all depends on the income. You have no income, basically, and you're there, and you owe to the IRS. You can claim for economic calamity, and that will put you in ten years. But if within those years you receive income, then no, then the complete the complete forbearance is gone, and then the new period starts to run, and the IRS will require full payment of the debt. Now, if the income that you receive uh, within those ten years is not enough to cover your expenses, then you can opt for, or you can apply for the offering compromise because your income will not cover your expense. You can apply for the offering compromise and that offering com compromise will allow you to pay 10%. Now, 10% of the debt. Now, remember, the IRS is going to, when you apply for an offering compromise and, and you have no income, the IRS is gonna ask you, how have you survived all these years? Who has given you money? Are you? If you are living by yourself, it's impossible that, 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 that you are not making income in cash. So the IRS is, gonna, is not gonna believe you. It has to be credible. Like you live with 
a relative, or you live with your, with your children, that they are providing you care for you and shelter. And that will be credible to the IRS. And you have to be reported as a, as a dependent in the tax return of, that, of, the, of your children. Because otherwise, how have you survived? They say that you receive food stamp. Yeah, but who pays your rent? Do you live? Do you believe in yourself or no? You, then you have. You are supposed to make to be making money. Otherwise, how how do you live? How do you pay your rent? You, you, meaning that if you pay your rent, you are making some some cash. Why you are not reporting that cash? So all these all these questions are going to arise, and it's very recommendable that the client do not talk to the IRS directly because there is a lot of a lot of feeling of injustice whenever you are talking to the IRS that will make but well, will compromise your position with the IRS because whenever you talk to the IRS officer in the, over the phone the IRS officer is going to run in your file and one once the next officer reads that that officer is predisposed you to treat the same way that the other one that uh, talked to you so it's very, very easy uh, to screw it up. So better to deal with an, an attorney, uh, a CPA, or an enrolled agent that knows this from the beginning, that has experience with this. Okay, clear, thank you. And what are the consequences of not paying my IRS debt? Uh, basically, the last consequence is to be in uh, keep your accounts will be kidnapped. The IRS will, will take charge of your accounts and your money, your bank accounts. A garnishment of 10% of your salary if you're employed and the employer will automatically send that money to the IRS. And if you own property, the IRS will, will place a lien on your property. And that lien will not disappear until you sell to sell the property. And to sell the property, when the, the, the closing agent, when there is a closing of your property, when you sell the property, the closing agent will automatically retain the amount that is owed to the IRS. And that will be the first reimbursement of money to the IRS, and then the rest of, will be given to you. That will be one. Second, if you owe money to the IRS and you do not, you do not do not, not you, you don't do even an installment agreement. And you owe more than fifty thousand dollars. The IRS will deny the renewal of your passport. That's another con consequence. You will you will not be able to travel. It doesn't mean that the IRS is going to wait like a mar as marshal is going to be waiting for you at the airport when you come to from a trip and then they they take you in a scuff. No, that, that's that's for the moons. There no there is no prison for debt here unless <clears throat> unless. Um, the, the, the person is not paying social security um, taxes. I will, I'm gonna talk that in a minute. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to address the individual thing. If you don't pay you that, the IRS is gonna deny, over $50,000 is gonna deny your passport. You are not gonna go to jail. There's no sheriff waiting for you at the, at the airport. There's no FBI, that's for the movies. The only thing is that you will not be able to renew your passport. You, you will not be able to travel because the IRS will, will communicate or will inform to the State Department that there is a pending debt and because of the, because of the, IRS, because of the internal revenue code, uh, no, I'm sorry, the regulation, IRS regulations, then there is no renewal for the passport. Once the State of the Department 
is informed, the State Department will deny you the renewal of your passport, even if you have an existing passport. And if you are you are applying for a new one, it will also be denied. So you will practically will be, you will not be able to drive up time. Now that works. That works for people who own money for for debt for personal debts. Things change and 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 um, a lot when there is um, a business owner, a, a company owner, and that company owner is, respons is responsible to pay for payroll taxes. Payroll taxes that have been withheld from the employee, and the portion from the employee that is Social Security and Medicare, 7.65% of the salary, and another equal portion, 7.65% for the contribution of the company, of the employer to the Social Security and Medicare. So in total, it's 15.2% uh, of the salary of the, of the employee. That money is supposed, it's an unsupposed, it's an obligation to, to, to tender, to give that money to the, IR, to the IRS. Every month, it's supposed to be paid. You, the, the business owner, the, business, the company owner is supposed to pay that if he or she is uh, hiring employees and the employees are, and, and are being withheld that money. That money, the portion from the employee and the portion for the, for the company is supposed to be uh, given, to be paid to the IRS every year, every month. If the employer doesn't pay that, will face criminal charges. And even if the employer, if the employer leave the country, he cannot return because there a sheriff will be waiting for that employee and it will take him or her directly to jail wow. for the simple reason that that employee has misappropriated funds that do not belong to um, uh, uh, him or her. And because of that appropriation or them, because of that misappropriation, then the, go the, the government now has been damaged. And because of that damage, there is fraud. It's a felony. And because of that felony, there is a punishment, and that punishment is jail. Is jail, and once you are indicted, it's prison. So things change completely when there are when there are uh, payroll taxes that are not paid to the U.S. Treasury, uh, to the Social Security, to the Social Security, and to the Medicare. They're, if they are not given to the to the proper authority, to the Social Security and Medicare, in a monthly basis, uh, when you are withheld that money from your employees. You, you, even you don't pay that for one year, you will be indicted and you will go to jail. And then if you, even if you, if you run out of the country, you cannot ever come back because when you come back, the sheriff will be waiting for you at the airport and they will take you to jail. So be very careful if you have employees and you have and you are withholding the money and you are not using. There are a thousand reasons why a company is not paying tax, is not paying the social security taxes, is a lack of funds, is running out of working capital. It's, it's a lot of reasons, but the problem is that you have the first person that you have to pay if you have a business, even before credit cards and the bank is to the IRS and to the social security and to the Medicare. That is the first. If you, if this is social security taxes, this is payroll tax because otherwise you will be a criminal. Wow, thank you. Understood. 
And uh, there is a program. So what is the Fresh Start program with the IRS? Oh, that program was enacted in 2011. And basically, it, it, creates, it, it creates certain uh, benefits for U.S. Uh, citizens and also business owners of uh, U.S. citizens of, uh, owners of businesses. So basically, before the Fresh Start program, uh, the IRS used to look at least four years in the future of your taxes. Of, uh, I'm sorry, of your income. Four years to determine that you are able or not to pay your debts. This is for an offering compromise. For example, you owe hundreds, $100,000. The IRS and you want to apply to the, uh, um, to the offering compromise, meaning that you are not, your expenses are, are enough or are, or are high enough to cover all your income or your income is, is, is just barely covering your expenses. You are practically broke because you cannot comply with your, with your debt, you cannot pay your interest, you cannot pay anything. You can just survive. Therefore, you qualify for the offering compromise, but instead, instead of look, the IRS looking four years in the future, now the IRS is only looking at two years in the future. Therefore, it's not gonna, there is, um, there is more probabilities of the, your, your offering compromise being accepted. The offering compromise is a process where you list all your income, your expenses, your assets, your liabilities, and because of that, there is a, there is a determination of the minimum amount to pay. Usually, it's, it depends on the, the income, remember. I've seen cases where it's 10%, other cases 9%. It all depends on the income. As again, if you, and also the bank statement, the bank statement should prove that. They, they will also require financial statements from the mortgage, the, the, if you have a, if you are uh, leasing a car or you are paying for a car credit, um, if you have credit cards, uh, if you have child support, child support, anything that is debt that you owe, all that is to be, uh, for example, the child support with a with an order from the court. You have to show the order from the court that how much you have to pay for the financialist for the statements of the different the mortgage have to be a, the most recent statement. So it's like it's like a, a, a big chunk of it's a chunk of document that you need to provide and you need to to attach to the application to make your case. If that is the case. The IRS is not going to look at four years or five years in the future to determine if you are able to pay. It's only going to look at two, at two years. Therefore, increasing the amount, increasing the possibility that you are going to be approved for the, for the forgiveness of the debt. Remember, it's not forgiveness. When you apply for the offering compromise, there's a percentage of the debt that you pay. The only way to be forgiven on a debt is what I said at the beginning, is when you are practically in the street. I mean, you are broke, you have no income, and then you are classified under the economic calamity, and then they will give you a forbearance in 10 years. But for the Fresh Start program, that is not the case. The Fresh Start program is a program to reduce the amount, the number of years that the IRS is going to look into the future to determine if your offering compromise is valid or is not valid, is going to be accepted, or even, if your numbers need to be corrected, and then you have to pay a larger percentage of your debt based on the application of the offering compromise that you originally submitted. 
that's basically the the offering the offering compromise program so don't believe that anyone who said that you have to pay pennies or if you owe ten thousand if you owe fifty thousand or you're hundred you're going to pay nothing that's all uh, fairy tales you the, the reality is that the only way to qualify for an offering compromise is that you are technically in bankruptcy meaning that you are not able to comply with your debts and that and, and even there you are you are supposed to pay a portion of the debt 20 percent 10 percent 15 percent whatever the examination from the application will will give you if the they say this the the ultimate way the certain way to to be forgiven of your debt completely is being broke in the street and then apply for the economic calamity program uh, the calam it's not a program you have to apply for it there's no program for an economic calamity based on your situation the revenue offering will evaluate that and it will give you that denomination and will put it there in 10 years forbearance only if you have no income if you are meaning that there is no way that you can survive now remember how you pay your your house i mean how do you do you pay your rent how do you survive that will be questioned from the revenue officer so even if you have no income and you have no and you can and you have your bank statements to prove it and you live by yourself you rent by yourself and you pay food for yourself they're not going to believe you because how do you survive they're going to ask you how do you survive who is giving you money i say okay no i live in a room that is the house of my of my one of my children fine okay then they will require an statement they will require proof that is true and then who give you uh, who give you the uh, your your maintenance your food your food ah my 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 children one of my children give me okay fine so they will need proof from that therefore if you live by yourself it will not work it may be and they and even will be even worse because they will ask you so tell me where is the cash how do you pay for this and then believe me at that point you don't want to be in that position so before doing all this get a professional qualifying attorney a cpa or enrolled agent that is who is experienced uh, dealing with uh, tax resolution understood thank you um what do you do if you owe the irs and can't pay um, it all depends on if you do if you cannot pay the full amount because of a temporal economic situation or you cannot permanently pay the amount because you are in bankruptcy or you are broke in the street whatever the situation is um, remember that the the easiest way the easiest way to pay your debt is to do a installment agreement because you do have income you are working you receive a w-2 you have enough money to to pay for your debts and therefore to to pay for the irs debt that is one of the main one of the main debts that we are we are where we are supposed to pay because of the entitlements that entitlements that we have in the in the usa now if you are in a in a situation of calamity that you are in the streets practically in the streets then you you can you can talk to a, to the revenue officer to the irs and say that you are broke and you have no income and uh, they will ask you for um, a list of documents and if you pass the examination they will give you that for experience for 10 years but remember if the situation is not permanent meaning that you are disabled 
meaning that you cannot work for, for any medical reason, whatever the reason is. If, if, if that doesn't apply and this is temporal, the IRS is gonna look into your records every year. And if the next year your situation change, then you are the, whatever you apply for, it will, be, it will be erased and you have to pay your taxes. So if, if the situation is temporary, and you are you are expect you expect the situation to improve, then do a payment plan. Do a payment plan, and that payment plan pay the minimum. You pay the minimum and honor the payment plan, and then when you the situation improves, you start increasing the amount of the payment or perhaps pay the whole amount. But do that. Do not ever get when you have you have means you have money. Uh, to pay, funds to pay your taxes, do not get in blank, like do not, the best way, to, but do it with a professional at your side, a CPA, an attorney, or an enrolled agent, or if you call to the, in the worst of the circum, circumstances, you talk to the IRS, you tell them, you always have to talk to them to, with the truth, and treat the, office, treat the person on the other side of the phone like a police officer. Then believe me, they are gonna love you because you treat them with respect. Those poor people, every day, they receive this, this phone call from, from people that they are angry, that they feel there is injustice, that it's not fair. So imagine how they feel when they address a person who treats them with respect and with dignity. They are so surprised that you can, you, you can even listen to them and hear them when to their response, when they talk to you, it's like they talk you to you like a professional because you are a professional with them. Now, if that is the case and you, you are not able to pay your debt, the, the, the worst thing you, you can do is nothing. You have to do something. You have to talk to someone. If you are really broke, talk to the IRS saying, I have no income, I want, a, I want to apply for a economic calamity. And then they will send up some of papers if they send papers, at least get a professional to, to review what the papers and tell you what to do if you cannot hire that person. There is also, for example, there is also um, uh, nonprofit charities that are specialized in this type of, of dealings with the IRS. You can, remember, they are not CPAs, they are not attorneys, they are not a real agent. And usually what they have is experience in previous cases. So that could also be an option. But remember, the, one of the things that I know of the nonprofit is that even if you do not qualify for an offering compromise, they're going to tell you, let's file it anyway, just in case. Believe me, you are wasting your money and your time, so don't do that. Look for a professional who can tell you, yes, you qualify or no, you do not qualify. That is, if you are not able to pay you that, do something. The worst thing is, do, is, is doing nothing. So do something, talk to a professional, Talk to a nonprofit, or in worst of the case scenarios, when you are in, in broke, talk to the IRS directly. There are some cases where the IRS can give you a forbearance of six months, but this is if your situation is is um, temporal and you expect in six months to be back on your feet to be able to pay the, the debt. But remember, during those six months, interest will accumulate. So there are some there are some options that you have. You cannot pay, and it's a and it's a temporal situation, you do an installment agreement and you pay the minimum. If you cannot pay because you have no income, then 
ask for a forbearance, a temporal forbearance of at least six months or three months or five months. Six months is, uh, I know that the IRS can give you a forbearance, but after that, you need an installment agreement and start doing payments. And if you are broke, like, like in technical bankruptcy, you can apply to an offer in compromise. The problem with applying with an offer in compromise is that the IRS is gonna ask you how you're gonna pay the 10% of your debt or whatever the percentage is, percentage is if you are not able even to pay uh, a minimum amount for installment agreement. So they're gonna ask you how. You have to have a credible answer. And um, like a, fam a, a relative, someone, some member of your family is gonna, you're gonna borrow money from that person and you have to give the name of the person and even the social security. That it goes at that point because the IRS is going to verify if that person has enough income to, to finance you and pay that portion of the debt. That is, at that point goes, and when you put the name of the person and the social security, believe me, your application has a better outcome, a better possibility of a positive outcome to be accepted. Uh, that will be the second scenario to do um, first is an install. First is will be a, um, a temporal forbearance, six months. Second will be an installment agreement, pay the minimum, and then start increasing your payments when you are back in your feet. Third will be an um, offering compromise, but it's tricky because how is that you're going to pay 10% of your debt when you're going to even afford pay a minimum of your debt? So you have to have credible answer for that. Uh, and then the, the four, the last one will be, it has to be credible as well, the economic calamity where you have a, forgive, a forbearance, meaning the, 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 the debt will be frozen for 10 years, no letters, no nothing. The interest will accumulate in the expectation that you receive during those 10 years some money and then the, the debt will be automatically restarted, will be, will be uh, put in, back in place to, for collection. So, if in those 10 years of economic calamity, you receive no income after 10 years, the debt is forgiven, but you have to apply for the permanent closing of your case. So those are the four, four, the four scenarios that you may have. Thank you, Fulton, understood. And we have here the last questions, like as a conclusion, for, because you have already mentioned some, some answers. What is the best IRS debt payment plan? Um, the best IRS payment plan is the one that you do at the moment that you get your letter. And even, and no, it's at the moment when you file your tax return. That is the best IRS payment plan. When you file your tax return, you do a, a installment agreement, a payment plan at that moment. Now, uh, we know by experience that the, the, that the payment plan, the installment agreement, the payment plan doesn't kick, um, it doesn't kick in immediately. Even if you e-file your return with a payment plan, the IRS will not, um, and you e-file you, you, you e your tax return, you file an installment agreement, and even if the installment agreement shows um, automatic debit from your bank account, the IRS will not do it perhaps after 90 days. So you, have, you know that you owe the IRS, you do an installment agreement, you want uh, automatic payments from your bank deductions, but the IRS, you see nothing happens. The IRS is not deducting me any money. You, are, you have the obligation to do the payments, uh, the initial payments, at least for the first three months, until the IRS 
uh, validates your installment agreement. Otherwise, you will have three months of payments that have not been done. So it's not the work, it's not the job of the IRS be, be after you for the collection of the taxes. It is your responsibility to pay those taxes uh, to the IRS. The only thing is that if you do, you are not able to pay, the base payment plan is set up, it, it is setting up the payment plan at the beginning when you file your tax return and pay at least the first, second, and third month through the website irs.gov slash payments. We're gonna put that here in our in the description of the video. Pay there at least the first three months or until you see on your bank statement that the IRS has started to pay to do the automatic debit from your bank account. Uh, it, this is critical because interest will be will be accumulating. The more you owe, the more interest you will have to pay. So that is the best payment plan. Okay, that's clear. Thank you. Well, those were the main questions about this, this subject, but don't worry because we are going to make more videos about IRS, so stay tuned. Um, by the way, we, we invite you to watch our webinars about offering compromise letters from the IRS and installment agreement. So we know you will find information very interesting as well. And last but not least, we recommend to double check if you have already subscribed to our YouTube channel so you will be notified when we publish new videos about taxes and everything you may want to know. So thank you for joining us. Thanks to our CPA Fulton for sharing his knowledge and time. Pleasure. And see you everybody in the next video. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for watching us. Thank you, Monica.